Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 86 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are looking in Exodus chapters 1 to 6 in the week of March 21st to March 27th. And today uh, we're going to go into Exodus chapter 2 where we see Moses being born to Levite parents. In fact, um, if you look at the uh, ancestry of Moses, uh, Moses was a great grandson of Levi uh, of the tribe of Israel. So uh, you can get a sense, obviously, of the ancestry there. Of course, at this time, people still live longer than they tend to today. Um, Levi lived about 137 years, then his son, Kohath, lived 133. Amram, Moses' father, lived 137 years. So we're talking just under 400 years um, since Levi's birth. So quite a number of centuries uh, before Moses uh, is born here. Uh, And she bears a son. And it says in verse 2 of Exodus chapter 2, And when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. Um, the the interesting thing here is that when, where else do you remember? Uh, so far in our study of the Old Testament, do you see someone creating something and seeing that um, that that it is that it is good? And of course, you you think straight away of the creation story and notice the way it's phrased in verse two, and Barison, and when she saw him, that he was a goodly child. Um, it's very and there's clearly an echo there of the genesis account uh, of the creation and then in here in verse three we get a very clear reference to the genesis accounts of uh, kind of the the create the creation the fall and then the flood Uh, we see verse three and when she could not longer hide him she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with the slime and with pitch and put the child therein now the word ark there is an interesting one if you look at the kind of the root Hebrew of the word that we have in our King James, King James Version uh, of the Bible, uh, it is a tebar, which is the exact same word that is used in the accounts of Noah and the ark. Uh, and so we're clearly meant to make that link. And obviously Moses's ark uh, that he travels in is nowhere near um, as large or as strong as Noah's ark. Uh, but it's still the sense of Noah building this um, vessel for making sure that life could be preserved and that the human population could be delivered from the floods. And in the same way, we have Moses here being placed in, an, in a small ark and he would be um, the, the, the possibility, the, the person that makes it possible uh, for the Israelites to be um, protected and, and preserved and saved from their current afflictions. Uh, it's just a beautiful uh, symbolism and imagery and parallel there, uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I mean, of course, the faith of the mother was would have been immense for this. Um, Elder Robert D. Hales um, said this, quote, When Moses grew too old to be concealed, his mother, Yehoabed, um, constructed an ingenious basket of bulrushes, waterproofed it with slime and pitch, and placed her son inside, leaving nothing to chance, Yehoabed, also sent along an inspired helper, her daughter Miriam, to keep watch. Because of her faithfulness, Moses' life was spared. 
In time, he learned who he really was and he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. I join with faithful parents everywhere in declaring that we know who we are. We understand our responsibilities as parents and we do not fear the wrath of the Prince of Darkness. We trust in the light of the Lord. Close quote. I love how Elder Hales made that direct link uh, with Genesis there, that uh, the the decree to, to slay all the uh, infant sons uh, of the Hebrews uh, places the Pharaoh in that kind of direct Satan, Satan role where he is trying to... Uh, He's trying to end the posterity of man. He's trying to not spiritually uh, cut them off from the Lord, but physically. Um, and yeah, I think that that is uh, some very interesting thoughts to consider there. Um, and then, of course, we have Pharaoh's daughter. Now, at this point, uh, I want to point out uh, the the role of uh, women uh, in Moses' life thus far and the clear direction that we, he is pointing us toward in terms of who we need to look at and, and praise um, and honour in this account. If you remember in Exodus chapter 1, we had the Pharaoh uh, referred to many times. Uh, we also had the, the Hebrew midwives and we had their names specifically. Remember at the start of Exodus chapter 1 that it was mentioned that names would be listed and be important. Uh, and so the, the Hebrew midwives' names were there, but Pharaoh's was not. And again, in this uh, chapter... We don't have the name of the Pharaoh, but we have um, the name of Moses' sister, uh, Miriam. We will learn of Moses' mother's name later in the account. And also there is a focus on the daughter of Pharaoh, who will be part of Moses' salvation as well. In verse 6 it says, And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Um, she knows who it is. She doesn't just think, oh, this is a, it's a random baby floating on the river, like we need to look after it. She knows it is one of the Hebrews' children. And rather than, um, you know, do something which would end the life of Moses, she wants to protect him. These women uh, are vital. <laughs> they are vital uh, to Moses coming forward. Uh, and so therefore that they are vital uh, of the for the salvation and the protection of the Hebrews, the the deliverance of the Hebrews out of um, slavery. Uh, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, we men, we men know the women of God as wives, mothers, sisters, daughters, associates, and friends. You seem to tame us and to gentle us, and yes, to teach us and inspire us. For you, we have admiration as well as affection, because righteousness is not a matter of role, nor goodness a matter of gender. In the work of the kingdom, men and women are, with, are not without each other. But do not envy each other. Um, just as certain men were foreordained from the foundations of the world, so were certain women appointed to, to certain tasks. Divine design, not chance, but brought Mary forward to be the mother of Jesus. The boy prophet was blessed not only with a great father, but also a superb mother, Lucy Mack. When we would measure loving loyalty in a human relationship, do we not speak of Ruth and Naomi even more than David and Jonathan? And no wonder God, with his perfect regard for women, is so insistent about our obligations to widows. Um, close quote. We could list so many more. And unfortunately, the scriptures are heavily skewed and uh, directed towards the roles of men throughout history. Um, but we do have some beautiful examples of women and their important divine roles uh, in this work as well. Not that they are 
necessarily better than men, but they are as, as important and need to be as praised and as um, lauded, I suppose is a word that could be used there, uh, as men in their accomplishments and part of the work as well. So I think that is a, a very important uh, message we learned from this uh, coming out from here. Of course, we know uh, that uh, Moses is ultimately raised by his mother, um, Miriam, uh, an, an, another great example of faith and, and strength, uh, comes forward and um, says, Shall I go and call thee to a nurse of the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for thee? And, uh, the, and Pharaoh's daughter agrees and she goes and gets her mother, uh, Moses' mother. And not only that, so, that, so not only does she get to be part of the raising of her son, uh, but also in verse 9 it says, Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me and I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. So the Lord here has not only preserved and protected the life of Moses to make sure that he can be brought up and raised in a land where, really, he should have been killed, um, but also his mother is now being paid to do so, which will have been a great financial support and blessing for their family. Um, and so the Lord has blessed um, them. And so whilst this was a very difficult and traumatic time for the Hebrews, uh, with the death of so many of their infant uh, males, um, the Lord has blessed Moses to keep him safe for the purpose which he has for him. And also he has supported and blessed Jehoabed uh, and her family for the faith she had to preserve him uh, and also um, for the for the um, for the future with that with that financial support that was given by my Pharaoh's daughter. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll continue with Exodus chapter 2 tomorrow. So much to cover. Uh, and we'll have a look at Moses as he develops into an adult uh, after his, his, his around 40 years in, in, the life of Egypt, in the life of being a, a leader and an important person uh, in Egypt and see what then happens. Thank you so much for your time. And until we meet again.